Welcome to the Way of Crypto Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan, your home for daily news covering the most interesting happenings in the crypto space every 24 hours with a new show every single weekday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please subscribe and give us a review on your favorite podcast listening platform. We're growing and we want to continue growing and giving you the latest news insights in the crypto sphere. If you want to support the show, you can find us on Patreon and do that as a general supporter at just three bucks a month. And if you want to take it up a notch, you can contribute to the show with $10 a month as well as show content and ask any question you want, which will be discussed on Friday's show. If you want to big take that step and take your keys into your own coins, you can purchase a Ledger device through the link in the description. This ensures you're purchasing the device securely on the Ledger website and it won't be tampered with, as well as helping support the show with no extra cost to you. Let's dig into the news. Thanks for listening to the Way of Crypto podcast. We got a massive news day today for you. There is some new investigations popping up with Binance and Coinbase. We'll have a dig into that. It is Federal Reserve week. So tomorrow we should be finding out uh, whether the Federal Reserve considers us to be in a recession or not, whether we've had those two, two quarters of declining growth, whether the Federal Reserve is still defining a recession by having two quarters of negative growth. We're going to find all that stuff out and more, and then how that's gonna affect the crypto space, Bitcoin, crypto, and the stock market investing space this week. So it's really a big week. August is a little bit of a pause for the Federal Reserve. There is no Fed meeting. So if things are good, if everything's good, come the Fed meeting. Uh, If we are, I guess, if the Federal Reserve considers us not in a global recession, and they raise that interest rate 0.5%, I think things probably will look good for the uh, short term anyway, out till September. But time will tell. We'll tell if time will tell and see. Uh, I'm on record now, so we'll see if I'm right, and uh, we'll see how things go. Let's dig into market stuff right away. Fear and greed. We're currently looking at 26. We are dropping, of course. Bitcoin's price is dropping. Currently sitting at 21,109. Uh, Fear and greed is a direct representative of Bitcoin price action because Bitcoin price action after the fact causes the market sentiment, and uh, that's what fear and greed index is. So yesterday we were at a 30. Bitcoin was at 22,000 or so in the morning. We had another $800 drop over the last 24 hour, maybe 900 bucks over the last 24 hours. Brought us, back, brought us down four points. So right now we're at a 26. Uh, last week we were at a 30. That's when things were good. Last month we were at a 14. The market is not looking so hot today. Bitcoin, like I said, currently sitting at 21,000 even. This is according to Coin Market Cap. Down 4.26% on the 24, down 5% on the seven day. Ethereum, we're down 9%, slipping below that 1500 mark at 1389. Down 9.13% on the 24, down 10% on the seven day. BNB at 242, down 5% on the 24, down 7.71% on the seven day. XRP's at 33 cents, 33 cents, down 4.71% on the 24, down 9% on the seven day. Cardano's at 45 cents, currently at 6.63% on the 24, 7.61% on the seven day. Solana's up 35 bucks, currently down almost 9% on the 24 and down almost 25% on the seven day Solana's getting hit real hard here. Dogecoin is at six cents down, I'd say 6% on the 24, down almost 10% on the seven day. Dot is at 661, down 6.93% on the 24, down 15.8% on the seven day. Matic is at 74 cents, down 10% on the 24, down 20% 
on the seven day. Uh, Shiba is down almost 8% or 7.5%. Let's call it that at 24, uh, 24 hours and 12.89% on the seven day. Uh, Litecoin, who cares? Ethereum Classic, who cares? Uh, Kronos, we are down 5.3% on the 24, down 9% on the seven day, currently sitting at 11 cents. Actually sold my Kronos, my small position in Kronos. I sold that two days ago. Apecoin, we are at 5.79% or $5.79 per token and uh, down 10.95% on the 24, down about 5% on the seven day Apecoin suffering as well, even with the release of that trailer. So not a great day in the crypto space. However, we always get a ton of volatility before an FOMC meeting. That's nothing new. And if you've been paying attention to the market, over the last uh, eight months or so, you know this pretty well. So let's dig into the news, news here. Binance CEO CZ sues Bloomberg Businessweek for defamation. Chepang Zhao started a legal battle against Bloomberg subsidiary in Hong Kong because the latter accused him of managing a Ponzi scheme. Bloomberg's subsidiary, I'm going to have trouble with that word all morning, in Hong Kong accused Chepang Zhao CZ, executive Chief Executive Officer, so CEO of Binance. He's well known on Twitter. You can find him at CZ underscore Binance. Uh, always got lots to say. Quite a character in the crypto space. And uh, Binance doing really coming out of this whole uh, market downturn and um, product crypto space product crashingness that's been happening over the last couple months here. Binance has come out real strong. Uh, so I understand why he's upset about being called a Ponzi scheme. We all know Bitcoin's clearly not. And a lot of good projects are not as well. There are some Ponzi schemes out there, of course, as uh, we've watched them fail over the last two months. Not long ago, Modern Media Company Limited, an entity that manages content for Bloomberg in Hong Kong, titled one of its articles, Can Crypto's Richest Man Stand the Cold? What causes the controversy? What caused the controversy is how Bloomberg Business Week decided to rename the column Zhao Champing's Ponzi Scheme. Yeah, understandably so. Uh, I'd be upset too. It claimed that Binance has laundered billions of dollars and had connections to the dark web and North Korea hacking groups. Modern media's biggest accusation was that CZ st stands on top of an investment fraud that lures clients into distributing their wealth on promises of large profits. Unsurprisingly, Zhao disagreed with the article. According to the recent filing, he sued Bloomberg Hong Kong affiliate for def defamation while saying that most company journalists are unbiased and reports all stories correctly, there is a small percentage of un unprofessional individuals that could ruin one's reputation. This is a tweet directly from uh, CZ Binance. The comments here says it all. While most journalists at Bloomberg are good, but at the same time, it was bad. Bloomberg, hey, you will do a nice profit. We'll do a nice profile piece on you, invite you for photo shoots, then switches the story last minute. So it appears like he invited Binance into his sphere here, uh, let them invade his privacy a little bit in the hopes that they would run an honest story, but instead they're looking for clicks. Uh, what else is new with media here? Bloomberg, hey, we will do a nice profile piece on you, invite you for photo shoots, etc. This is what Bloomberg said to him. Then switches the story last minute, ignoring all positive comments they got from third parties, picked up only on negatives and still put you on the cover, WTF unprofessional. In addition, CZ's legal counsel alleged that the original English 
language version of the article also contained defamatory defamatory accusations. I'm sorry about my reading here, folks. Uh, The attorneys argued that the statements were completely unsubstantiated and were obviously designed to mislead readers into believing that Zhao and Binance had been engaging in illegal or unsavory activities. Headline, Binance went against Forbes too. In 2020, 2020, another media giant Forbes published an article classifying Binance operation as illegal. Specifically, it blamed the platform for for facilitating money laundering procedures and deceiving financial regulators. For its part, the exchange sued Forbes, asserting that all such statements are false and highly defamatory. Interestingly, Interestingly, the following year, Binance dropped its lawsuit against the media company without giving a reason for its decision. Earlier this year, two firms seemed to have buried the hatchet since the trading venue invested $200 million in Forbes. The initiative aims to help the magazine. I guess that'll do it, won't it? Uh, in You invest money into the media outlet that is attempting to defame you, and uh, they turn around on that pretty quick, as it appears. The initiative aims to help the magazine merge with a publicly traded special purpose acquisition company SPAC later in 2022. Yeah, so I think uh, what to take away from this article is uh, CC from Binance actually has come out really hard out of uh, the Terra Luna collapse. He's called out Duquan uh, many times on Twitter. Binance is functioning strong. I think uh, it's probably in the top, it's in the top three exchanges for sure uh, worldwide. I can't use Binance because I'm listed in Ontario and they uh, didn't play with the Ontario regulators. So I have no skin in this game whatsoever. I have nothing on Binance. I've never made a purchase on Binance. I would like to, though, uh, considering they are a decent exchange. However, uh, I don't hold money on, or I don't hold crypto or anything worth any money on any exchanges at this point uh, in the market. Now, everything, everything I have is in cold storage. Every single last token is in cold storage. Even my bat token that I get from using Brave, Brave Browser, I move that uh, off exchanges and I hold them all in cold storage. So I like CZ. I think he sounds like a pretty honorable guy. Obviously, I don't know him firsthand. One day, maybe I'll get a chance to interview him for the podcast. It's always possible, but uh, Binance has come out of this real strong with some other exchanges as well, and uh, no reason to go after him. Yeah, they have uh, BNB token, which is actually uh, has a lot of utility. Uh, and if you want to dig into BNB or invest in BNB, of course, this is not financial advice. Do your own research. Uh, there's lots out there on BNB. But um, yeah, I don't see this article as accurate whatsoever. And I hope he sues them into oblivion. When news publications publish inaccurate articles for clicks, it's, you know, it's uh, a little bit of a rant here. It's really sad to see that news now is driven by clicks. It never used to be that way. News was brought to you as the news and uh, it wasn't tracked by how many people you could get interested in the story. They just reported on the news. You buy your newspaper or watch your morning news show or afternoon news show or whatever uh, you decided to watch. And it was somewhat unbiased where now the all the pressure is on the writers of these articles or publications or videos, whatever uh, avenue that news is using to get its news across. Say news a lot of times in a sentence there. Uh, However, now they have to draw attention to them. So they're using headlines and picking out, they're drawing conclusions, their own conclusions that they feel might draw the most traffic to their site other than just reporting on 
factional news. And uh, yeah, this is another example. And it's sad to see uh, some more Binance stuff here. The Security Exchange Commission in Philippines is investigating Binance over alleged, alleged illegal operations. So uh, we've had lots of negative stuff about Binance in the news today. I think Tank in the Philippines doesn't give up on efforts to ban Binance, now claiming that the crypto exchange has been operating illegally in the country. Philippines think tank InfraWatch, PH, continues to its efforts to ban Binance in the country by asking more regulators to investigate the cryptocurrencies exchange over alleged illegal operations. InfraWatch, PH, a Monday filed, on Monday filed a 12-page complaint against complaint calling on the Philippine Security Exchange Commission, uh, also known the Philippines. Uh, Security Exchange Commission is also known as the SEC, just SEC Philippines, to crack down on Binance activities on the Philippines. According to the think tank, Binance has been operating in the Philippines for several years without approval by appropriate authorities. Terry Redon, the conveyor of InfraWatchPH, claimed that Binance has no office in Manila and only uses third-party companies that employ Filipinos for its technical and consumer support services. He also referred to a, a former finance security... Secretary Carlos Damiguez, I just murdered that guy's last name, Damiguez, who publicly declared last month that Binance has no records with either the SEC or the Banco Central. This is going to be a tough one. Let's just call it the BSB. So another regulating body within the Philippines. Uh, I'm sure I have to dig into that, but I'm sure it's just another regulating body that uh, regulates financial things. Uh, the SEC, as much as we can, uh, that's about as highly detailed as I can get on that uh, group there, the Philippines BSB. The SEC has served the public well by banning unscrupulous online lending services. It should similarly do the same for unregistered and unregulated cryptocurrency exchanges in the country, Radon said. He added that Binance has been offering many types of crypto products, including spot trading, margin trading, futures contracts, options, crypto loans, and peer-to-peer trading, despite being unregistered with the SEC adding. This is in quotations. We believe these products are in nature are in the nature of securities, which under the SEC rules may not be sold or offered for or distribution or distribution within the Philippines without a registration statement duly filed by the appropriate uh, SEC. Sounds familiar, doesn't it, for the U.S. listeners? And a lot of these, um, a lot of these regulating bodies have issues with Binance because of its margin trading offerings. I know in Ontario, uh, Ontario the. Ontario Security Exchange Commission. Uh, I can't think of the acronym it uses right now. However, they don't like margin trading uh, if you can trade anything over a 2x. The only thing approved officially by the Ontario regulated body is uh, its products uh, that Lenden offers, Lenden.io, and they offer a 2x uh, leverage. Essentially, you can buy double your Bitcoin while holding your Bitcoin as collateral. So you deposit their Bitcoin up on their platform and they'll give you a loan for 2x on whatever you've deposited. Anything over that, Ontario doesn't like. And uh, to do that, you have to use a non, uh, non-KYC non exchange or something that doesn't comply, uh, like KuCoin. A spokesman, spokesperson for Binance told Cointelegraph that the firm is closely working with local regula- regulators and is looking to secure virtual asset providers and electronic money issuer licenses in the Philippines. We are continuously engaging in the discussion with regulators and stakeholders within the country. Our goal is to contribute to the Philippines' increasingly vibrant, vibrant Web3 and blockchain ecosystem, the representative said. The spokesperson also mentioned that Binance introduced mandatory Know Your Customer, also known as KYC for all. Uh, 
all of us, procedures for all users on the platform last year. The news comes shortly after the Philippines Department of Trade and Industry, also known as the DTI, waived off a Binance ban proposal in early June, citing a lack of regulatory clarity from the BSB. The DTI was the first designation for Binance complaints by Infrawatch PH, with the think tank asking the authority to probe the exchange over illegal promotions. Interesting. Maybe it's promotions with buying B and B. I'm not really sure about that. It doesn't listen uh, specifically here. The news comes amid a major strike in crypto trading activity in the Philippines. In July, weekly Bitcoin trading volume in the Philippines hit a historic high on the major P2P crypto net exchange Paxful, which I haven't used. Overall, crypto adoption has been rising in the country in recent years with companies like Hey, Maya launching crypto trading features. BSB did not return Cointelegraph's request to comment on the status of crypto regulation. The country, Binance, did not immediately respond to Cointelegraph's request for comment. So we'll be following this story and watching how it, pays, how it plays out, obviously. Um, not a major issue, I don't think, for Binance, to be honest. I think uh, they're probably, uh, the Security Exchange Commission is probably just looking for a little clarity, maybe even a little uh, little bribery. And sometimes these things are actually initiated by the local uh, exchanges. So some kind of local exchange within the Philippines could have pushed uh, state regulators to investigate Binance because Binance is the worldwide competitor for uh, a lot of these smaller exchanges. Always something to keep in mind as well. Uh, politicians always have their money in places um, that we least expect. And sometimes a regulatory framework uh, reflects this investment that they have in these institutions. Something to keep in mind. Uh, not something I know for sure, but just a hunch that maybe some of these local Philippine exchanges want Binance to be banned in their country, so it just draws more traffic uh, to them. Last article of the day, Coinbase. The SEC is probing Coinbase for allegedly listing securities. This is from a report. The investigation predates last week's insider trading lawsuit, according to the report. So uh, yeah, so we didn't touch on that in uh, the in the way of crypto podcast but uh, there's been uh, a high-ranking individual in coinbase that's been accused of uh, insider trading with him in a circle of friends so this investigation was launched before that happened so it's not a result of that uh, something different and we'll dig into this together here the u.s security Ex exchange commission also known as sec is reportedly probing crypto exchange coinbase a publicly traded company in, in it oversees on suspicion it allowed u.s persons to trade unregistered securities coinbase being the um, the largest exchange in run out of the states largest american crypto exchange uh by far and that's why the Security Exchange Commission is targeting them. Bloomberg reported Monday that the regulator was invest investigating some of the tokens listed on the exchange. The SEC alleged last week that seven cryptocurrencies listed on Coinbase were securities in an unrelated insider trading. I hope they go into which ones they consider securities here. Uh, insider trading. <laughs> oh, I lost my train of thought here. Seven wild securities in an unrelated insider trading case brought against a former product manager at the exchange. Sec Gary Gensler, the uh, <laughs> the man that hates crypto the most, Gary Gensler, all of our favorite Uncle Gary here, has previously also 
also said he believed that Coinbase should register as a national securities exchange given some of the cryptocurrencies it has listed. Coinbase, for its part, has criticized the SEC for not providing clear rules. The SEC is clearly, we've talked about this before, it is clearly trying to create laws by suing companies, which is just crazy. Instead of providing those laws so companies can follow them, providing some clarity, it doesn't have to be laws, just some clarity and regulation uh, that companies within the US that want to sell crypto can follow, they are just charging them after the fact. It's just, it's crazy how, it's crazy and it's it stifles any kind of, um, any kind of advancement whatsoever in technology-wise in the crypto space. Uh, Coinbase, for its part, has criticized the SEC for not providing clear rules yet for defining how cryptocurrencies might, cryptocurrencies might be deemed securities. The exchange's chief policy offer, Faria Shazard, I hope I got that right, said existing security laws may not fit cryptocurrencies. The existing securities laws are almost 100 years old. Uh, just something to keep in mind here. CEO Brian Armstrong, this is the CEO of Coinbase, stated goal, the goal of listing every token the exchange legally can appears to have had its drawbacks. According to people, according to two people Bloomberg spoke to, the set gave Coinbase practices a closer look amid the increased token listings. So this is a tweet from Brian Armstrong here. Actually, I'm going to pull this whole thing up because he's got more than one. Uh, just bear with me here. There we go. Uh, so part one, this is, if you want to follow him, you can follow him at Brian Armstrong. This is the CEO of Coinbase. First post, reminder about how Coinbase lists our assets. Our goal is to list every asset where it's legal to do so. Part two, outside of our listing standards for safety and legality, we don't offer an opinion on the value of each asset. We are asset agnostic because we believe in free markets and, and that customers should have choice in the crypto economy. That is how we do most of our innovation. Part three, we provide customers tools over time to give customers rating reviews of assets so they can make even more informed decisions and share their views with the community. Part four, but in general, one should not take being listed on Coinbase as an endorsement of that asset. Part five, we are working hard to keep up with the incredible amount of assets being issued and responding to and interacting with amazing asset issuers who are doing their own hard work Part six, this is the last part, we need to do a better job staffing up to, to engagement with all asset issuers in a timely manner. Coinbase's asset directory page featured over 200 tokens. That was at the time of the uh, initial launch of the investigation, 200 tokens, that was at the time on Monday. Coinbase Chief Legal Officer Paul Granuel said, in response to a Coindesk query, we are confident that a rigorous dil- diligence process, a process the SEC has already reviewed Keep Securities Offer Platform, and we look forward to engaging with the SEC on the matter. So this is another issue of the SEC trying to choose what is best for you to do with your money and where it's best to invest in, invest it, what it's safe and what is not. So uh, the Security Exchange Commission is just, just a massive power grab, I think, uh, into the crypto space, starting wherever they can. Coinbase is a, is a space they can affect and they're going after them um, only because they they go after what they can control and Coinbase is one they can control. And the Security Exchange Commission and Gary Gensler feel that they are able to tell you what you should be investing in and what you shouldn't be legally investing in. It's just uh, just crazy showing, uh, showing their true colors here. 
Um, and it's really unfortunate for uh, U.S.-based people that want to get really involved in the crypto space and want to be on the cutting edge of a lot of these uh, platforms that are coming out at an at a extremely high rate. It's not possible for a crypto exchange to keep track of and do... <laughs> Deep dive really deep into every token they want to list on their platform and uh, nor should they have to and I think uh, it should be up to the individual no matter what where they want to put their cash if you want to invest all your money in Shiba Inu uh, it may not be a great idea there may not be a ton of utility I know Shiba Inu holders are going to be mad at me for this I've held some Shiba in the past I, I will swing trade it at times um, However, I don't see it as a long-term investment, but just because I don't see it as a long-term investment doesn't mean I shouldn't be able to tell you uh, that you shouldn't see it as a long-term investment. That year, we're all grown adults here. If you're over 18, you can go to war, you can drive a car, um, and you should be allowed to put your money in any token that you want. And it's crazy that you can't. It's crazy that there's regulators out there coming after these uh, products that people want to put their money into. It's sad to see. Um, yeah, so we're going to end the show on that note. Uh, thank you for listening to the Way of Crypto podcast. If you want to reach out to me, you can go to thewayofcrypto.com and check the show notes. All my social media links are on there. You can send me a DM on TikTok and Twitter as well, and I'll get back to you uh, for sure. If you want to email me, just go to the Way of Crypto, and there's a little form there that you can fill out. Sends an email directly to me, and I'll get back to you with that. If you want to support the show, you can have a look uh, in the show description. We have a link to uh, Ledger hardware devices if you want to take possession of your own coins and tokens and take the power into your own hands. You can buy a Ledger device from the link in the description. The show will get 10% of that purchase with no extra cost to you, and it also ensures you're buying your Ledger device from Ledger specifically, and that device won't be tampered with like it could be if you purchase off eBay or uh, some offshore Amazon link uh, as well. And we have a Patreon with two tiers, a $3 a month tier and a $10 a month tier. You get stuff for your $10 a month tier. You can actually contribute to the show with content and ask questions that'll be answered every Friday. Or you can just be a general supporter of the show if you like listening and you feel like uh, me keeping you in touch with the news and the crypto space while you're listening to me chatter is worth that three bucks a month, worth that price of a good cup of coffee. You can support the show that way as well. That's going to be it. Bye for now, and I will see you guys tomorrow.